Hello, Guardian. Welcome to another episode of the Hello, Guardian podcast. I'm your host, Adoc, And this is McAdley. Now, before we get into it, if you're watching this video here on YouTube or listening to the audio on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, if you are already not subscribed to the YouTube channel or do not follow our socials, please take the time to do so. Give us a like on the Twitter, like the videos, subscribe to the YouTube channel, all of the above, so you're updated on any and all things Destiny that we provide you. McCadley, I know you saw this, you, you put in the group chat and was super stoked and excited to see it, but um, when Bungie announced the TWAB that came out on Thursday, uh, we got some news on the raid, or, you know, when the next race for the raids world first will be dropping. We sure did. Dude, I'm so excited because I remember, and I, and I tell you this all the time when we have stories or we talk about, um, you know, world's first raids or whatever, it was uh, Last Wish. Uh, and I watched you guys like play Last Wish, and I was like watching certain encounters you were at, um, and I was—I remember watching it, but I didn't know what I was watching. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm—I'm I'm kind of excited just to see what that's going to be like. Yeah, you're going to be playing with a couple of the people from that group as well. Um, so we're all kind of you know knowledgeable. Um, we're all pretty passionate about raiding that day. Like we were asking everyone to be like, "Hey, take 24 hours. Put like 24 hours of that Saturday aside." Um, all of us are, you know, uh, putting time in for work and, and so a lot of us are really stoked about it. The best thing about the day one race is nobody knows what to expect going into that. And this being your first day one race, most of the raids I pulled you through or had you run with in, uh, D2 so far, we've explained all of the mechanics for you. It was really like, Hey, you just follow what all of us are doing. So you're going to be a, a, a key component this time where you're going to be like noticing specific mechanics or, you know, how, how things move. So uh, it's going to be a really cool experience for you. You know, day one, first 24 hours. Yeah, I think that's a lot of a lot of excitement in one day. Um, and I think this is I, I think this is one of the 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 last uh, key milestone things that I've reached in my in my destiny career. Right. Like I've gone through a lot of different events that it's going through and this will be, you know, my first uh playthrough of a of a new expansion on on launch day as well as the raid on on race day so this is it's exciting uh i remember we played i got a little bit of a taste of it when we played prophecy dungeon when uh, i think it was you me and vex we were all playing it the first time when we went the first run through um and we were trying to figure out the mechanic we're like what's the mechanic what's the mechanic um and I remember we were like talking about it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I figured it out. I, I had part of it where it was like, oh, you got it's. I thought it was where the enemy where the enemy stood that got the lighter dark mode, but it ended yeah. up being where you stood, where you killed them. Um, so that was something kind of cool. And I and I I like how um, I'm adding to this this raid team to kind of put another brain, you know, in the mix, having six people trying to figure it out all at once. So it kind of makes for you know more of chance of success, you know. It's definitely pretty hype, man. All of us are kind of shouting things out together and making calls and who's arguing with who because this is the better idea. So you'll kind of see the other streamers going for Worlds first. Uh, there are a lot of times that other people hop in the chat, especially because we are running with Destin. Uh, a lot of you guys that do listen to anything Destiny related, you guys might have heard Destin from Fireteam Chat. He's the host of that show. He's a dear friend of mine, though, uh, as well as our buddy Illegal Knot and Tweak. I met all of them through, through Destin, actually. Um, and then on our side, we have uh, myself, McAdley, our uh, buddy, uh, Damani, who actually goes by Bando, and then you, Adoc. So that's going to be the lineup for this. Um, and that's going to be pretty fun as well. So all of us are going to be kind of yelling things together on who to do what, who to stand where, and 
you know, you know, why the hell are you doing this? I told you to do it this way. So, right. um, it's a lot of fun. You just have to not take it personal. I always picture it kind of being a football coach or like playing a game of baseball and you're just trying to organize to win as fast as you can, uh, you know, things like that. So the coolest part about this is once we launch into beyond light, uh, we're going to be earning power levels again. So, uh, on the 21st, which is the following Saturday, not the Saturday of the week it launches. Uh, it does launch on the 10th. The raid launches on the 21st. So you're going to have a full 11 or 12 days to grind through power levels. Um, but keep in mind, contest modifier is on. Yeah. So you 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 haven't really experienced it. I think you did actually with Prophecy Dungeon. It did have the modifier on, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I didn't realize it had the modifier on, or maybe we just went in so underleveled. I think we went in at it was like maybe some of us were like the power level we were like 10 20 10 23 at the max but i don't know if there was a modifier or if like the the dungeon ran at a certain power level but we just we, we weren't there yet in terms of power yeah i don't remember either because yeah it did feel like contest modifier just because that's what it is it drops you okay. 20 power levels so it might have been 10 50 and if we're 10 20 10 30 we're going to be severely under leveled i think i was getting uh skulls in the very beginning which means i think 30 or 40 below actually so okay. um it's not going to be that it's just going to be 20 below it's going to feel hard it's almost going to feel like a grandmaster nightfall to be completely honest with you so you're going to get hit pretty hard well i, I don't know if i want to like read too much into it or if this goes down to the the speculation route but it, you know it says um Contest mode, it says it in the TWAP here, contest mode will be cap, will cap all players at 20 power below each encounter. So, like, is each encounter, like, significantly more power, like 10 power each? So it Correct. keeps... Okay. So I, I think that's what's interesting, too. It's like how... Uh, that's one of the things I was, like, thinking about. It's like, well, damn, how many encounters are there? Because if we're going on a base of, like, oh, there's four encounters, like, is there is there a possibility that there's more encounters? Like we don't know, right? Like that's not a that's not a guarantee. Correct. Yeah, we don't know how many encounters because King's Fall back in D one had the most encounters in any raid, I believe, at like five boss encounters. So, um, K uh, King's Fall was that, and then you had Last Wish had the second most. You had the two two witches, um, yeah. and then you had yeah, there was like two or three other encounters: the ogre, and then the vault, and then the end riven mixed with the other part. So, if it's anything like Last Wish, I think we're in for a treat. Well, that was interesting, too, and, and that's really what I loved about Last Wish, and I, I think I've mentioned it before in an earlier episode, but just watching, um, I think I watched, like, it was either Glad or Sweat, like, I watched their their world's first run, and I saw the excitement as soon as they killed Riven at the end, <laughs> as soon as they went inside the mouth, the realization that it's not over, that, like, it made me so happy, because it's, like, obviously, like, you know, I've been through that last part, I know it's not over, but you know you think after spending so many hours and you're like you like you, you defeated the boss at no other raid it's been you've defeated the, the boss and oh yeah now you have some more things that you have to do like to my to my knowledge that's that's correct right it's just defeat the boss raid ends right not to that extent king's fall okay. did where you killed oryx off the side of the ship but then he'd have like a last stand or he'd immediately come up and his his heart would would open and you'd have to shoot it so Kind of like that, but not a whole other level where you got to take uh, her heart all the way back past the vault and all the way to that, you know, little chamber and then you smash it. Right. Uh, there's never been anything like that. So even that as an experience, even falling down and watching how large Riven was, that was like, I've never seen this before. Well, that's so. what's cool, man. And I, and I hope there's something more like that because I think a lot of a lot of those good elements that I guess people talk about for King's Fall, like 
like Last Wish had a lot of parallels in that sense. Obviously, not the same raid, but there were a lot of those good things too that that you wanted from you know a lot of encounters and like a really like giant boss and it, I don't know. It just felt it, it was like a raid. Yeah. It was a raid. Yeah, that's what a raid should feel like. I think uh, Vault of Glass that we will be getting in January. That's one of those things that I think it was the first raid. It was more nostalgic uh, than, you know, a lot of people will be like, that's the best raid in all of Destiny. In my opinion, right. it's just the most nostalgic because it was the first raid of its kind. If you didn't play WoW, uh, you've never really known what a raid of this caliber is. So it was really just more of the nostalgic value. Uh, but I do think King's Fall was probably number one in Destiny, uh, as well as the Wrath of the Machine, which you've never even, I don't think you've watched most of either, but. Um, yeah, I've seen some of the gameplay where you're like on the you. ship at, at one point. I haven't watched the full raid. Um, I'd like to at one point. Gotcha. Um, but I think that's I think that's kind of like some homework on my end is just like to because I'm sure they have it on YouTube, right? Like playthroughs of it, like not worlds first, but like, you know, you spend time and you watch people run through the raid. I at least want to do that to at least have an idea of, of what it was. Yeah, you, you could watch even the worlds first and that way you can understand how they think in terms of what are we trying to figure out. So that's yeah. also kind of a. Uh, heads up where I wish I had my old VODs of when we streamed the last wish raid because there was it was like 32 hours I think it actually took us over two days um yeah. two or three days and it was just uh there was just it was a lot of agony halfway through but we pulled I'm through sure. so yeah so that and fun. that's yeah and that's one of the things too and I, I have to have a I had to have a change of heart because when we when we were doing prophecy I, I think total time when when it was all said and done it, it took us like eight hours like that was the to 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 defeating the 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 kells at the end sure. the boss mm -hmm. um so that was like that was interesting but eight hours you know comparatively you know that's a dungeon that's not a raid so um getting the getting the right amount of uh <laughs> patience inside yeah. to deal with it but obviously I, I think it'll be worth it in the end just like being able to complete it and it's something that that's memorable right it's like you know we'll know the raid team that we had when we did it and it's you know, it's cool so. And you'll get your raid jacket, so that's also cool. yeah. Get a get a raid jacket. Um, so I, I had I had something we had it in the show notes here. I I kind of wanted to talk about it. I think it's kind of interesting because I don't know what are like good and bad things to have in a raid. But I had a little subsection here. It said raids like like do's and don'ts or like wants and don't wants. Sure. Like if you had you know if someone came up to you and say hey like if you could choose what you would want in this raid like whether it's number of encounters like type of um, boss fights certain mechanics like is there anything that you would personally want if you could think of anything yeah and i'll kind of let you go after just based on the things i say here maybe this kind of will spark a little hey here's what the other raids also had too so if we do almost mimic king's fall we had that opening part which was court of oryx right what you saw when you beat nocris in the uh interference mission that was the opening to king's fall actually so you had a dunk in those three statues on the left and right you had a actually smash these orbs. Once you hit six, it was two teams of three on each side, and then the two carriers would smash at the same time. It would open up another gate. And then as you open up the last one, that big and huge uh, portal popped open, and then just a bunch of things kind of came out of that. You had to run into that, and that's when you were actually inside that, that realm. So uh, an opening like that is really cool, where you have to kind of open the raid yourself, um, whether it be any kind of carry mechanics or, or traverse mechanics. Um, and then after that part in King's Fall, you did have to traverse over these big ships in the air. And if you fell, you had to start over again. And I think there was like 10 to 12 of them and they got significantly harder. So that part there, that kind of gets you into the first boss encounter, which was kind of cool. So 
What I would like to see in this raid is a cool opening sequence. I don't want anything to just be like, hey, you reach this door, hit this button, and you're in the raid. That's that's mm-hmm. not immersive to me. Um, I do want, at a minimum, three good, solid boss encounters, not one that I can cheese with a sword or I can cheese with a weapon. Like I want them to think these things through. I don't want cheesy stomp mechanics in them where if you get close to the boss, he stomps. But uh, you shouldn't be getting that close to raid bosses anyways. A lot of them are huge. They're large. So yeah. uh, out of those things, that's kind of what I want. That's what I'm looking into. I know with the raids that you've played, we had you go through Crown of Sorrow, I believe, was the last one you played with us. Um, I think so. In terms of like new raid, yeah, Crown of yeah. Sorrow was like the last like new raid that I played. Okay, what what's your, just based off the raids you've played then and what I've explained in King's Fall and maybe the videos that you watch, what's what's your your um, perfect, you know, raid build per se? I think for me, um, I like the idea of like more encounters. I, I don't know if that's necessarily a good or bad thing. Like I'll, I'll probably eat my words if I say that now and, you know, and then being 30 hours deep, it's like, dude, why, why How do many I more? wish this? Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's... There's something, and and still to this day, maybe, maybe we'll run it. Like, we'll run Last Wish, like, from, you know, beginning to end, (laughs) no cheese, uh, no wish wall. There's something about that raid in particular. I I don't know what it is. As soon as you're in the raid, it, it just feels... It feels different. Like it feels different from um, Garden. I don't know the way the raid makes you feel. You're in this like place that nowhere else is like on on Destiny. Like you just. I mean, obviously you go to the Dreaming City, but like you're inside this like realm that's so different. Um, Garden is like yeah, I, I can kind of see it, but I just think it's like the the skybox of it all. Like what you see visually, like seeing Riven. I just think like a lot of the visuals. I think that's like one of my biggest things is just wanting to get like a good looking raid. Like it looks good. Like a I remember nice, big, watching beautiful environment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the thing that I remember, like at least from King's Fall, is like seeing like Oryx, like like giant, like at the end, like that's like that's like a really memorable thing. Even though I've never played through the raid, like that's something that just comes to mind. Like another thing that comes to mind is you know, seeing Riven, like, before you do the last encounter, like, when you're trying to see her shadow or not, when you're dropping down, like, that's, like, such a memorable thing. Um, Garden doesn't have that for me. Uh, Scourge doesn't have that for me. Crown of Sorrow did. I think, like, just the the whole skybox of, like, when you're getting to the last encounter after you do all the the jumping puzzles to like get through the room and you drop down and you see the treasure everywhere like that looks really cool so i think for me the biggest thing is just visuals like just getting a really nice um obviously like big boss encounter that visually is appealing and like it's just it's stimulating it puts you in a sense that like i can't get this experience anywhere else in the game except this raid like that's what i want yeah i don't think it's hard yeah it's not hard to ask either just based on what they've created here in the past but um speculation is we're going into the Deepstone Crypt. Now, is that going to be part of the raid? Is that going to be end of the story? Is that going to be like a blind well experience where there's mm. hordes and hordes of enemies where you do specific events? Is it like a menagerie, you know? So we don't know necessarily, at least I don't. I don't like to read into the data mining stuff a lot of the time just because, again, to me, that ruins a lot of the experience. Kind of like I said in the previous podcast, episode six, uh, I was explaining where I don't really like trailers that much. So it just kind of gives too much. So kind of back to the raid stuff. um, I kind of agree with you. I like the immersive environment. I like the art design of things that that last room in crown was pretty cool, especially with the, uh, the actual mechanics that you have to do with your Mm -hmm. 
other teammate because it was uh, three teams of two. So you were like responsible for your own section. So all that felt kind of cool. Um, a lot of accountability in that raid as well. Yeah, uh, it's not like sure. a, one person can pull everyone through. So um, right. I do kind of like that um, mix with the whole whole contest mode. It's going to make it harder, even regardless if the raid is going to be harder or not. At the end of it, it feels it's going to feel like a super hard experience. Like this is endgame. So um, yeah, I'm excited for the raid, man. I hope all of what we kind of speculated on, at least a little bit of it comes true. It's not like we're asking to bring in unicorns and such. It's things mm -hmm. that they've done in the past. So um, that stuff's pretty cool right there. There's not going to be any artifact power either, which I know you might have mentioned it. If not, there's not going to be any artifact power, regardless of how powerful you are. Cap is going to be 1230. That's going to be the highest that you can go. Um, anything above that, it's not going to hurt uh, or help. So what you want to do is you want to get your character as high as possible near 1230. Uh, if you're 1230, you have as much as an advantage as the next guy does so yeah so i think that's kind of a nice thing and i i don't know i wanted to get your get your pick your brain on this was um you know raid obviously would drop the friday of 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 the launch the expansion would, would launch and then that friday the raid would start do you think do you think it's a better move by bungie to move it a week back to give players you know a, a additional time to to at least casually play the game and not feel like they have to rush through and burn content just to get power level and the fact so, that it's on a Saturday instead of a Friday. Yeah, I mean, as a gamer, here's the split on this one. Here's the catch-22. So it's going to give, in terms of the people that are hardcore on Destiny 2, it's going to give them a full 11 days, and that's awesome. That's going to help us get to that level that way. I know a lot of people are going to stack bounties. I know I'm going to be one of them as well as I mm -hmm. know you started already. So um, we're going to get a little bit of a head start at that point. Um, I'm going to start stacking probably this reset. But in terms of that, why it's a catch-22 is just because of that. Um, we're also it being in uh, a week after you're going to have games like cyberpunk 2077 out, um, call of duty will be out. If not right around the corner there, there's uh the brand new console launches are going to be out. So, um, if you're a gamer and you don't just play destiny, this is horrible, right? You want it pushed back maybe even a little bit longer, um, just because you're not going to have time, but it's good for those that compete in the world's first rate. Not everybody competes in that, right? A lot of the people will do it afterwards. So. Um, it, it really depends on what kind of D2 player you are. If you're going to be like us, where we're going to take that whole week off, I'm going to make sure I'm as close to 1230 as possible. I'm going to start at my worst character and then I'm going to go to my warlock and then I'm going to go to my Titan, uh, Hunter, obviously being the worst character in the game. Sorry, hunters, but, um, that's going to help Sorry, kind hunters. of, yeah, that's going to raise, well, <laughs> I was, I was going to say you used to be one and then you changed yeah, yeah. to warlock, which again, I like more than hunters though. So that's no, true. Um, I do too. So, and, and that's going to be the way that I'm going to do it because I've learned in the past that if you start with your third character, the other levels, you'll actually be higher at the end of the expansion. So, I'm going to play this expansion three times through. Um, that's going to give us the best shot at the raid. So, yeah. I hope you're ready for that. Yeah, yeah. I And and again, at this point, I'm just kind of just taking, you're, you're taking the lead on that, just kind of telling me, hey, what's the best move? Obviously, I know to, you know, do, you know, you want your strongest character to be done last. Obviously, it's just so that, level just moves over so all you're doing is just you're ranking uh your gear level because the the guns should be you know already as high as they can be yeah so yeah, yeah that'll be uh it'll be pretty cool so i'm i'm super stoked for that that was something really interesting um yeah go ahead take it away so in terms of more news that we just received over the last 24 to 48 hours or so for the pvp community there's been a big win it's a it's a small <laughs> step towards a bigger goal here 
Uh, I stopped playing Trials because mainly because of hackers. So um, I was always into Trials in D1, D2. Uh, trials of the Nine was was cool. I enjoyed it, but not as much as I was enjoying Trials until the mass amount of hackers came. So Bungie actually sent uh, one of the hacking websites, Perfect Aim, a cease and desist letter. Um, and they actually took the Destiny 2 portion down on their website that it claims has been made by Bungie. So this is a huge step um, towards stopping cheating. So yeah. I, I, I don't necessarily know because, again, with what they can do, all of these guys here at Perfect Game, they can just go and say, I'm not, you know, I, I, I would never um, hope that this would happen. Uh, I'm not supporting this, but they can just grab that, create another name, throw another person's name on the website that that's the owner, and then just launch it again. Uh, I did hear that admins within Perfect Game are already letting their customers know, all of the people that are buying the hacks, other websites to go to in the meantime. So um, that's why I said in the very beginning, it's just a small stone out of a big pond at, at this point in terms of cheating. So uh, hopefully Bungie can keep up. And and this kind of goes into play as why not just make an anti-cheat? So I know right. in a couple, like I, th I think episode two or three, way back when we first were playing Trials, uh, there was no anti-cheat needed in the console version. So as they came over to PC, I'm guessing that may not have been a huge deal to them. And they're not going to speak much on what they're creating right now in terms of it specifically because that'll give those people a time frame that are cheating of saying, hey, it's going to be coming on the launch of Beyond Light. They're going to implement an anti-cheat. Let's do as much as we can now. And that way I could make a brand new account as that launches, run a test on that. And if I get banned, then at least my main account is you know still safe. So... Um, the whole goal, I think, is to launch something kind of secretly and grab all of those main accounts, uh, screw a lot of people that did put a lot of time into it, but went to cheating to either make money through carries or, you know, you know, something of that nature. So I'm kind of happy that this is happening. Um, I know you don't play a ton of like competitive PVP, like I don't either in this. Um, mm -hmm. But what's your take on this new uh, new lawsuit? I guess I, I think it's a and you mentioned it like it, it's a good step forward right like like they're they're trying to make strides to to make the game better um I, again it goes back to the conversation of you know why not develop a, a good anti-cheat and and I, and I don't know what that really looks like and and one of my biggest gripes with with Bungie was just the 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 keeping it quiet of like what they're what they're doing or not doing just kind of bringing it to light that hey like I know they've mentioned that it's a problem but I I think from from a player, it's it's good to hear from the actual developer. Hey, here are the successes that we've had so far with in dealing with cheats. Here are our opportunities, and just kind of going from there. There, there's no there's no real transparency that they have with us on steps that they're taking or what they're going to do to make it better. It just kind of seems like something they're just glossing over, and either you know until we stop talking about it and move on to something else. Um, or until something big happens, and then we we bring it up again. Um, I, I think it is a, a like a positive change, but again, at the end of the day, people are gonna find a way, right? Like there's there's always gonna be those people in that community that just that want to manipulate the game or or you know have it in their advantage. And uh, unfortunately, that's just that's the way of the road. But I still think it's a good move that they've done. I, I yeah. was I was shocked to see it though. I was like, no way. I was like, about time. I was thinking about time specifically because other game companies have done this before. Um, so I I was hoping that it was at least something happened, but it was just kind of out of nowhere that I guess uh, I saw Grenader Jake actually tweeted it, um, and then I also had to check the website myself. And as you're going into acting like you're buying it, it's just blocked. So 
Um, it's crazy to know that it's that easy to cheat in a video game in a way that once the game is updated or those people that still have it, because even though the, that the hack is down, as far as I understand from those people that have used it through Twitter, like they're saying, Hey, I, I've used this before, although that the website's down these people that it's some kind of injection, I guess. And it injects it into like a file or a folder through a thumb drive. Mm. Um, until they restart their computer, that injection stays in there. So. Um, I think they're bringing out a hot fix on Tuesday that the game is going to be down for a couple hours. Um, that, that's supposed to kind of reverse the injection. So, um, I mean, who knows with what's going on? So yeah, that's kind of cool in that aspect as well. Um, but this is a step in the right direction. I'm also a little bit more worried on the PVE side of those doing the world's first run. Um, I know they said that they're going to inspect the results a little closer this time and the results may come to you at a later time than normal. Normally they just announce it right as the team finishes. They're just like, hey, plan, uh, you know, redeem is the first one. And it's usually a couple minutes after they finish. But now because of cheating, you know, they're probably going to go through stats and how many times people have died, how many ads people have killed, how many ammo things that they've used. Um, you know, if they shot a million rockets, they're obviously going to know that dude was cheating and then he's disqualified. So it's not just PvP that we're worried about. It's also PvE now. So I hope that this is a step in the right direction towards Worlds First. Um, and I hope it doesn't kind of put a little bit of a uh, a slap in the face to all of those that are actually trying to do this legit. Yeah, and I think that's a big concern. You you mentioned that a while ago, too, because that was one of the concerns of like, oh, well, if they're cheating in, you know, in, in PvP, like how does this translate over to Worlds First when the raid drops? If Bungie isn't making... Uh, strides to to talk about this or at least to implement a new system how can we be sure that this won't be a compromised uh game mode and it's gonna you know taint an experience for uh new light and veteran players mm-hmm. so uh yeah uh, i guess we'll see how it goes but I'm, I'm interested to see how how that's gonna be once they uh once they validate it how long that validation is gonna take yeah, I know they said there's been another website that wasn't named yet that's also been kind of given the exact same cease and desist so I don't know what that website is. And for anyone that does listen, um, any source, please do not advertise or tweet or IG post, anything that kind of leads people to these websites because that's part of the issue as well is that once it's spread, um, word of mouth is usually the best advertisement for things like this. So uh, please, if you hear anything about what websites these other other uh, cheaters are using now, please do not share that information, guys. That is a no-no. Yes. Um, last thing that I do want to mention, man, which I don't know how much you know of, of um, Deej, but uh, I've been in the Destiny community since the D1 uh, Alpha, in terms of the um, Destiny 1 Alpha, and that was uh, 2014, if I'm not mistaken, 2013-2014, um, and he's always been the face of Bungie to us. He's been community manager from day one, and um, it's been one of those things that uh, he's always been on every... Uh, VOD, every video that they've put out, uh, every trailer he does, the the hosting of it, and he's going to be leaving November 6th. So, um, you know, if you want to input anything here at the very end, you can. But I, I just want to thank Deej if for whatever reason he ever falls upon the podcast. I do want to thank you, Deej, for all of your service that you have given to the community. You've always been a positive influence to a lot of people, man. So we all thank you for that. Uh, awesome. So, guys, that's it for this uh, episode. We are on episode seven right now. Um, also you can go find us on Apple podcast, Spotify, please also follow our Twitters. So let's subscribe to the YouTube page, leave comments down below. If you guys enjoyed the episode, uh, and also what you think of the beyond light expansion coming up guys until next time.
Take it easy.